Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. I would like to welcome you on this beautiful Sunday morning. Before we begin, let's just take a moment to settle down. So wherever you are, just pull your spine straight, open your shoulders, and close your eyes. Lighten your mind. Invite a peace calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Relax your facial muscles, neck, shoulders, spine, Soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Paying attention to each breath. What a miracle it is. Breath coming in and breath going out. What a blessing it is. Effortlessly, breath comes in and goes out. Nothing is more precious than this breath. This breath is called Pranamai Bhagavati the Divine Mother in the form of prana, life force. Each breath is a sacred visitation. Just keep breathing with this awareness, this sacredness of this blessing in our life. Distancing ourselves from all the 
stories, aspirations, challenges, struggles. Just being with the Divine Mother in the form of breath. It keeps us alive with each visit. Slowly we open our eyes. Thank you for your presence. Such a beautiful family. Every Sunday, just to sit with you, look at your faces. It's such a blessing. Today I'll speak about the, the sacred times that are coming, the sacred time of Navaratri. Navaratri begins on the 6th of October. 6th through 14th. So many of you are already aware Of Navaratri. If you are not, just know this that twice a year we celebrate Navaratri. Navaratri, Nav means nine, Ratri means night, nine nights. And these are the time that are carved out. to deepen our practice, to deepen our connection with the divine. And these times are when the two seasons are merging. Wherever there is a merging happening, there is a plenty of charge available plenty of energy available. So we ride on that wave through our intention. All over India, it's celebrated in many different ways. But in our tradition, in our school, it is celebrated as being quiet, being still, being more mindful, being meditative. And we all become like a yogi, not just the yogi of the, the yoga mat. Yogi with our whole being, the way we live. 
during these nine nights, we call upon that sacred presence, which is beyond any name or form, but we have to give it a name for the sake of our mind. So we call the divine mother, Ma. Ma is the name of unconditional love. So these nine days are fully devoted to come closer to, to call upon that sacred presence with this relationship. I become like a child with full trust in Ma. Staying in the remembrance of this unconditional love that's available to me, whether I'm aware of it or not, but just knowing that on a deeper level that I am surrounded by that love, I am held by that love. When the child leaps for mother's lap, child is not thinking that mother is going to drop him. Child just leaps with full trust. So this is very important to enter into Navaratri with this inner sentiment, inner bhav that I am calling upon that mother with full trust in my heart. Mind can have many stories based on our life experience, based on our relationship with people in the world, based on our relationship with our own mother, father, brother, sister, friends. We have certain imprints on our mind. But this is the call to the Divine Mother, who is perfect. No worldly person can be perfect. So whatever imprint on your mind you have, Ma, this one goes beyond that. We can only think of Ma if we are established in gratitude. Gratitude. And this is why I just mentioned a little, when you were breathing, to be aware of this greatest, most precious gift that's coming to us with each breath. We are being given a new life with each breath. What could be more precious than that? Yes, we have our, our expectations and 
aspirations, struggles, all those things are there. But the most important thing is life. If there is nothing to be grateful for, at least this is one thing that we all can agree upon. I'm grateful for this life. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be able to sit and breathe. So how do we become a yogi? You have all read many books about all kinds of yogis. Yogis have given much importance to austerity. Austerity. I'm not going to ask you to lie on bed of nails. Austerity of the senses. We are driven by the feeling the hunger of the senses. Minimize the intake of the world through our senses. This is called austerity. Each one of us can practice austerity to certain level. Little less to eat, little less to see, little less to hear, little less to touch and smell. Navaratri is also called the time of Shakti Upasana. Shakti means energy, strength. Upasana means coming closer to. It's a time to cultivate that Shakti, the energy within. It's already there, but it's being dissipated constantly by our engagement in so many things in the world. If, you, if this is a new word for you, Shakti, think in this way. Shakti is like electricity. It has many appliances. Appliances will not do their job without the electricity. If you just call yourself, I am my body, something within the body makes the body function. Body could be there, it could be a dead body. Body is still there. But without that Shakti, that body will not be able to even wink its eyes. So it is that Shakti that we engage in to pay our respect to, to during this Navaratri. It is that Shakti that enables me to engage in the world through my senses. 
It is the Shakti that enables me to see, to hear, to taste, to touch. So if we are doing to, are going to cultivate or enrich ourselves with the Shakti, so first thing that we do, just like you are going to build up a little reserve, you stop spending. You plug all those holes through which the energy is escaping. So that is the principle. We're going to build up the reservoir of Shakti, then first we have to stop, uh, look at how we are spending it, how it's being dissipated. So this is why the yogis have given great importance to austerity, to um, looking on things, how we do in the world. If you are observing Navratri, people sometimes they go on a vow of silence for nine days. They eat less, or some people even fast for nine days, or eat fruit and vegetables, or simple diet. Because the, whatever we eat, that also takes energy to digest. So we eat less, we speak less. We engage less in the world. And we are always in the remembrance of the sacredness of this time. I'm sure I'm looking at you. Many of you are already participant and have done it before. But if you have not, I see some new faces. So just to be aware, if you don't do anything, just to stay in the remembrance of the sacredness of this time. That this is a sacred time. And this is time to honor the sacred within you. Honor yourself, you are sacred. Rituals are many, you can do all kinds of rituals, but if you don't, that's okay. All is required is staying in the remembrance that this is a sacred time. And avoid getting into unnecessary arguments, avoid getting into unnecessary uh, engagements, cutting down or reading the news and the social media, the phone, the computers, then minimize that. And it's not a punishment. You have to come from a place of, I want to do this in the name of honoring the divine that I am. It's not a punishment. It's something that you want to conserve within. Because anything that we take in, we have to spend energy processing it. Not only food, 
Even if I see something, if I hear something, I taste something, I touch something, processing it requires Shakti. And it is that Shakti that we are trying to refine and trying to build upon. Shakti is moving, energy is moving. It's like um, <clears throat> if there is a buildup, it will flow. It will flow down. Flowing down means like we engage in the world with uh, speaking unnecessary, unnecessarily or doing things that don't need to really to be done. When there is a buildup of Shakti, it makes us a little restless and we start doing all kinds of things. So that's called energy flowing down. A yogi first becomes aware of this flowing down, stops it, then the energy begins to rise. In the beginning, there is a little restlessness, a little irritation, a little If we stop it, then it begins to rise. And that's what people call yogis call rising of the kundalini, rising of the shakti. How does it rise? It rises with if my mind is focused on something higher. And that's what we try to do during Navaratri, that we minimize the intake, conserve that shakti, keep our mind focused on something higher, and watch it rise. Restlessness will be there. That's a side effect because we are not aware of being able to hold that much Shakti, that much energy within. We are constantly dissipating it. So when we begin to hold it, then there will be little restlessness. There will be little agitation. There will be little feeling uncomfortable with but then we go beyond feeling uncomfortable and through acceptance. We accept it, we do not fight it, we do not resent it, we do not want it to be something different. It begins to rise. Now, so these are all kind of idea why we do what we do. Those who have practiced Navaratri, first they carve out the time. And in order to stay in the remembrance, those who have received a mantra, they take on a, make it, give yourself a promise that this much time I will meditate every day and you keep the word that you have given to yourself. Usually you take on much longer, you devote more time to your meditation than usual. The most important thing in Navaratri is keeping the word that you give to yourself. 
Maybe some other days you make a promise to yourself and you break it and you have a reason, you have an excuse that you broke that promise. But during Navaratri, the promise that we make to ourselves, we honor it, we keep it as much as possible. So I see some people who have done Navaratri many times and I see some faces that are here for the first time. So if you are just hearing about this for the first time, just even becoming, staying in the remembrance of the sacredness and honor yourself during this time. Not be driven by the senses. If you are habituated to eating something, drinking something, give yourself permission that during this nine days, this is my austerity, I'm going to take it up. Usually every Navaratri, a word, we focus on one word. This Navaratri, the word is acceptance. Acceptance. Everybody has, could relate to this word in a different way, but it's up to you to ask yourself, what does this word acceptance mean to me? Acceptance of what? We The highest acceptance is accept that you are a divine being. But the mind will come in, yes, but I got this and this and this. Yes, I have this. But first, you just sit with that. I do not want to put words and ideas in your head about acceptance. I want you to sit with it and ask yourself, what does this word mean to me? Just to uh, touch a little bit more on how else can we make this time sacred for ourselves. On the first day of Navaratri on Wednesday, make a resolve of something that you are going to keep for nine days till 14. Every day, carve out a little time to sit, be in meditation. If you can light a lamp in your house, and sit in front of it, that will be very helpful. Just look at the flame. Look at the flame and hold that flame's image in your heart or in your center of the forehead. 
let that image of the flame be the, the, the picture of the Divine Mother. She is beyond any form. So if you don't have any pictures, any images already set in your mind, let that flame be the image and just sit with that flame. Many of you have your mantra and you already know what you need to do. But those of you who don't have a mantra, can bring this little ritual in your daily life during Navaratri to carve out a little time to just sit and look at the flame and hold that image in your heart or in the center of your forehead. With, sit with the remembrance that you are surrounded by the love of the Divine Mother. And you are already surrounded with the Divine Mother in the form in the form of the earth, in the form of water, the form of air, in the form of warmth, and the space itself. It's all her presence. You are being held constantly. So sitting in that awareness of this unconditional love all around me, let your mind rest on the flame, feel her presence within you, in that form and sit with that awareness. Even five, 10 minutes every day. It's better if we do it twice, but if you cannot do twice, twice means in the morning and in the night. Remember the name Navaratri. Ratri means night. So during the night, we light a lamp and just sit, do over job with our mantra or just sit with the awareness, the remembrance of the sacred presence all around. In the nighttime, if we look at what people do, they're watching TV, reading news, surfing, reading a book, all those things that we do in the nighttime, can we carve out five, 10 minutes from that to really honor what is the most precious thing in our life. If you choose to be the yogi during these nine nights, then this is what will be required. You are, look at yourself differently from it. Okay, for these nine days, I'm going on a self-created retreat in my own home. I'm going to live a little differently. If you have an altar in your house, maybe you could even gather a few flowers and in the nighttime sit there and offer a flower on your items on your altar and light a lamp and sit in the remembrance. Just thinking, reading, contemplating is one thing. But what, if we do some little ritual, then it adds a whole different dimension to it. If you have never done any rituals before, your mind will react. What is this I'm doing? It will react. But if you could just give yourself permission, okay, I'm just going to let this 
I'm going to do it. Sit down, take a few breaths. And in when we are doing ritual, we use any of the five elements, earth, water, air, fire, and space. Water is the most important element that is used in transferring energy. So I would suggest if you want to do this, have a little cup with a little spoon, take a little water in your right palm and just mantra is Om Tat Sat. Om Tat Sat. O-M Tat T-A-T S-A-T. Tat Sat meaning may all the elements of my body return to their pure nature. That's what it really means. May all the elements of my body return to their pure nature. So just taking a few drops in your right palm, charging it with the mantra, Om Tat Sat, you drink it three times. It is your intention that is being charged in that water and then you are sipping that water that all the elements of my body return to their pure nature. Because what happens? Earth, water, air, fire, space, our body is made out of those five elements. And each of those elements, some negativities cling on to those elements some kind of negativity will cling on to the earth element, some to the fire, some to the air. So by doing this little ritual, Om Tatsat, we purify all the elements of my body. And I am in a good place to meditate or to sit in the remote. So you have sat down, you have done a couple of, taken a nice couple of few deep breaths, and you have taken a little water, just saying Om Tat Sat. And then after doing that, you think, you imagine, say to yourself, now my body is really pure, and I'm going to present myself to this. Light a lamp. Look at the flame. Close your eyes, visualize, hold the flame in the third eye or in the heart. And that's it. But doing it for all those nights. If you can do that in the morning, night, or just do once in the night, but look forward to that time. Looking forward to that time is also important. It's not like, oh my God, I got to do and do that. Don't try to fit it in in between your two busy things. Look forward to that. And when the time comes, prepare yourself fully. You can bring little change in your eating habit. Whatever you, it's good not to keep popping things in your mouth all day long. Whenever I'm around something, grab it and pop it in the mouth. I see people 
chewing all, all day long. Have a set time, a simple breakfast in the morning and some light meal in the end of the day. You're cleansing your body too, purifying your body. So eat simple, austerity of the taste buds. During these nine days, we do not put much emphasis on how the food tastes. No matter what is available, I receive it with grace. I'm grateful for this gift. Remember, you are being an austere yogi during these nine days. So not putting too much emphasis on the enjoyment of through the senses. Simple breakfast, a light meal at the end of the day, whatever it is, I'm receiving it with gratitude and accepting it for what it is. And at the end of the day, nine days, the end of the nine days, a very simple little, you can just take a cup of water and put a little a flower in it and just go slowly pour it in a, in a bush or in a tree or just say, oh, Divine Mother, thank you for being so present during these nine days. May I receive your blessing. Doing a little ritual gives a little more body to any kind of observance. So that's why I'm suggesting it to you. You don't have to do anything, but if you want to, then this is what you can do in a simple way. I will stop right here because I know many of you will have all kinds of questions. So. I will ask Shannon to open the chat rooms and see you again. Thank you all very much.